Starting today, we are starting another letter. We are starting a journey through this epistle, you know, the first epistle of Apostle Peter, the church that was scattered in the Asia Minor, or today the country of Turkey. This is the idea for today. We are going to look or to take a bad view of the letter. We are going to look the letter, Tokaju, looking at the big beams. We are going to ask ourselves, what is Peter writing? And why is he writing? What is Peter writing and why is he writing? Then we are going to do the first nine verses. Another view, asking ourselves what is Peter writing and why he is writing, then we shall do the first nine verses. Let us dig in. This letter that is before us this morning, afternoon, was written by Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Peter is writing to God's elect, Petelo, Anandikia, Wateule, Wamungu who are in exile, ambao wametawanyika, ambao wako katika hari ya ugeni, katika haya, miji, ama katika hii miji, ambayo tunambiwa katika mstari wa kwanza. It's good to know that this letter was written in the AD 60. In the AD 60, yama miaka sitini baada ya Yesu kupa. Kwa huwa kati, empananilo, yeye ndia likuwa natawala katika dunia ku ya Loma. Onilo was the emperor of the Loman. Was the empire, Nilo was the emperor of the Loman empire. The situation of the elect in exile is severe suffering. Hawa Kristo ambao potro anandikia wanapitia hali ngumu ya kuteswa na ya kunyanyaswa. We see in verse 6 of chapter 1, Paul telling them they are being grieved by various trials. Muna huzunishwa na majaribu mbari mbari. Chapter 2 verse 19. For this is a gracious thing when, mindful of God, one endures sorrows when suffering unjustly. Maana, hii ndiyo wema hasa mtu akivumiria huzuni kukumbuka mungu pale atesapo. Hawa, wa kristo wanateswa. Chapter 3, verses 14. But even if you should suffer, and 16, for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear, no be, be troubled. Lakini, mjapoteswa kwa haki, mnaheli. I don't have time to continue talking about verses 16, and chapter 4, verses 12, and so on, and so on. What is happening? They are suffering. Wanateswa. Wanapitia majaribu. Hawa watu mbao petero anandikia. The suffering comes from these two sources. One, 
the ruthless Roman emperor. He, Emperor Nero, is a guy that is very ruthless. I hope you watch that video, Nituma. You watch? Nero would kill by sword and your catch our Christian Avisu would stone them to death and even feed them to lions. He was ruthless. This guy killed the disciples. One instance is told that Nero burned the whole city of Rome and accused Christians for the same. Akachoma, Roma, Nakasema no Christo Machoma. And when it was burning, he was praying his future. He was enjoying the fire burning the city. After this, he punished Christian. He was ruthless. Friends, this is the situation that Peter is lighting in. But also, the pagan Roman citizens, what are they doing? We have read, they are ridiculing, they are slandering, they are mockering, they are abusing and insulting the Christians. If a Christian rebel against Nilo, what they do, they ridicule that Christian, they slander that Christian, they stone that Christian. Immense suffering. Wa Christo, wana teswa. You see, it was hard times to live as Christians. They are scattered away from Jerusalem, where was their home. They have gone to these cities under Roman Empire. What are they facing? Suffering. Immense, many suffering. Friends, this suffering was posing some threats to these Christians. These Christians, due to the sufferings that they are passing through, could easily give up on the channel of Christo. Could easily shrink back or even compromise their faith. It wasn't the best time to live as a Christian. They could leave the Christianity alone in the channel of Christo. They could compromise. Wacha kuita mungu mungu na nilo mungu. This suffering could easily cause Christians to forget their gospel identity, their gospel-shaped lifestyles, and their gospel mandate. As they suffer under Ipala Nilo, these Christians might resort to rebel against the authority. They might actually decide, we are going to fight. Nilo, we are going to fight. The emperor, friends, another threat that these Christians are facing is that they might despair or even doubt their faith. They might despair and doubt their faith. You see, due to these pressures, due to this threat, then Peter likes. Because 
Kwa msahau mungu, then Petelo akawandikia barua. Busy? They are suffering all this. They are this danger and threat of them going back, shrinking, compromising. There's a need for them to have a letter. But the question is, what is Peter writing? And why is he writing? Why is Peter writing? What will he tell them? What does he aim to achieve to these guys that are feeling bad, suffering, in exile? What should he tell him? And why is he writing? This is the good thing with the Christos. Most of them come to the reason of the lighting right there. And Peter has given us the reason. Turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 12. At the end of the letter, Paul, Peter, sorry, tells them, just in case you have not noticed why I'm writing this, this is the reason why I'm writing. He, ndiyo, maana, awandikia. Petero nasema, by Silvanus, a faithful brother, as I regard him, I have written briefly to you, doing what? Exhorting and declaring that this is the true grace of God. Stand firm in it. Kuwaonya na kushudia kwa kuwa, hindi yonema ya kweri ya mungu, simameni imala katika hiyo. I'm lightened to you briefly, only half chapters. To do what? Kuwaonya na kushudia kwa kuwa, hii ndiyo neema ya kweri ya mungu, simameni imala katika hiyo. This is the true grace of God. What? What I'm lighting, friends, to you is the true grace of God. What do you do? Stand firm in it. Peter, friends, is lighting to exhort these Christians that are suffering. To do what? To stand firm in the true grace of God. Anaandika kuwa himiza wasimame imala katika hii neema ya kweli ya mungu. Friend, this is the big purpose of Peter lighting. He ndiyo lengo kuu la petero kuandika. Kwa himizo wa kristo, wasimame imara kwa neema ya kweli ya mungu. The question we shall be asking ourselves as we go through this, through this letter is, what is this true grace of God? J, hi neema ya kweli ya mungu ni nini? The true grace of God in this letter is repeated over and over again as the gospel or the gospel of our Lord and Savior. Peter, in this letter, will explain in different terms what the gospel is. Ataenderea kutuhimiza na kutuambia ijiri ni nini kwa mara kadha kwa kadha kama vya tunaona katika chapter 1 Verses 1, chapter 1, verses 17, chapter 2, verses 24, chapter 3, verses 13 to 22. Peter, sorry, Peter will explain the gospel. 
atatuelezea hii ndio neema kuu ya Mungu simameni ndani yake Peter will over and over again remind us of what Christ has done and it's implores to stand firm in it atazidi kutueleza ni nini neema kuu ya Mungu na kutuhimiza sisi na Wakristo ambao yandikia tusimame ndani ama juu ya hii neema Petelo Peter uvents these three things that are very key in this letter Peter over and over again we remind us of these three things one Christian identity two Christian lifestyle and three Christian mandate he will remind Christians of their identity he will tell them who they are because of what has happened atawaambia hao ni akina nani kusababia yale ambayo yametendeka he will tell them about the lifestyle they should live he will remind them what is their mandate as a Jonas as exiles in a foreign land these readings peter interconnects them in each and every chapter you see unlike paul who tells us the indicative in two chapters and then atwambia how to live peter uvents these things together very closely in one chapter he will tell us this is the gospel this is your identity then also tell us very closely this is how you should live and also gives us a motivation why mostly when he's talking about suffering he tell us suffer well because Christ has suffered and conquered peter also works hard to show this christian that they have something very valuable peter over and over again we tell this christian that they have something better and very valuable he will contradict these two words perishable and imperishable did you note the many times those words are repeated did you look at verse 1 or verse 4 chapter 1 that our inheritance is imperishable verse 18 that we are ransomed not with perishable thing verse, uh, verse 23 that we are not born again with perishable seed but with imperishable through the living word of god peter we tell them guys you have something perishable yes we are suffering yes maisha ni ngumu yes mnateswa Yes, mnaumia lakini mko na kitu cha damana. Mko na kitu kizuri, chema zaidi. Friends, note that Peter we call Christian to love one another severally and to fear God. And Peter we call Christian to suffer and to suffer well. as Christ did. Atwahimizwa Kristo wapendane na muogope Mungu. Lakini vile vile waendelee kuvumilia kuteswa kama Yesu Bwana wao alivyo kuvumilia. Those are few of the big things 
you are going to see in that book. But let me conclude this introduction by emphasizing the theme or the purpose of this book, which is very key. Don't forget this. Peter is liking to exhort Christians to stand firm in the true grace of God. Paolo of Petelo, anawandikia wa Kristo kwa himiza wasimame katika neema ya kweli ya Mungu. Amid this suffering, stand firm in the true grace of God. Why don't we then in the next 30 minutes, I hope I've used only 10. <laughs> next 30 minutes, to look at the first nine verses. Ntasoma, Fena. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who are elect of exiles in the dispersion in Portland, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Asia, and Bithynia. According to the foreknowledge of God the Father, in the sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ, and for sprinkling with its blood, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who, by God's power, are being guarded through faith for salvation lady to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genius of your faith, more precious than good, that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to resort in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Friends, we're going to look at that text in these three divisions so that we can go together. Division 1 is verses 1 and 2. The chosen recipient of the true grace of God. The chosen recipient of the true grace of God. Division 2 from verses 3 to 5. The future glory of those who have the true grace of God. Of the future glory of the true grace of God. And three is verses six to nine, the present experience of the true grace of God. Nasema, Ekwanza, Nimsalu, Akwanza, Napili, Wateule, Wakupokea, Nema, Yakweri, Yamungu. Raftangariam, Krasa, Ah, Mstari watatu na maka watano, utukufu ujao kwa waliyo pokea neema ya kweli ya mungu. Anafta marizena kuangaria hali ya sasa hivi ya wale waliyo pokea neema ya mungu. 
yang query. First one, the chosen recipient of the true grace of God. Look down with me these two verses. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to who? To those who are elect exiled in the dispersion, importance, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, the sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience of Jesus Christ, and for sprinkling with his blood. May grace and peace be multiplied to you. Peter, Patello, is lighting to the elect exile that are dispersed in the towns of the current city or the current country, Turkey. See here, he calls them an eater, elect exile, wateule, wanyotawanyika. Here, elect means chosen. Ama wateule inamanisha, wamechaguriwa. Elect means chosen. The recipient of this letter are chosen of God. Ambao nandikiyo hii barua wamechaguriwa na mungu. Though they are exiles, though they are strangers in that land, though they are pilgrims, though they are sojourners, as we continue to see in this book, though they are all those things that are not good, they are chosen of God. Wameteuliwa na mungu. How are they chosen? How are they chosen? Peter tells us that they are chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Kuringana na kujua kwa kwanza kwa mungu baba. They are chosen in the sanctification of the spirit. Kwa kuoshwa kwa kuteuliwa na loho mtakatifu and they are chosen for obedience for Jesus and for sprinkling of his blood. These people scattered in exile have received the true grace of God. They have this new identity of elect. They are chosen of God. They are called saints because God foreknew them. Kwa sababu mungu aliwajua, alitayarisha. God prepared in advance. God foredained. Alitayarisha kuwa teua. God foredained to elect them. The becoming of elect, friends, the having of this new identity does not come just from anywhere. Kind of second gazing of God. No. God foreknew, God planned, God foreordained. Paul is saying in Ephesians that God foreordained this before the creation of earth and heaven. Mungu alitayarisha kuwaokoa, kuwafanya hawa watu watakatifu na wateule kabla ya kuumba bingu na ardhi. Kwaona hizo sifuri. Hawajafanyika wateule just that way. Bwana Mungu alitayarisha kuachagua alinena kabla ya bingu na ardhi kuumbwa ya kwamba atawateua atawachagua. Je, pili ni kwamba wamefanyika wateule kwa kusafishwa ama kwa kutengwa 
na yes na, na roho mtakatifu they have become the chosen one of god by the sanctification of the spirit these elect have been given this new identity through being set apart by the spirit they have been sanctified they have been made holy through the spirit of god this elect that peter is writing are those who the holy spirit of god has set apart for his use friends peter tells us here that is the work of the holy spirit to sanctify is the work of the holy spirit to set apart those that god has chosen friends if you are set apart for god then the holy spirit has done this and the third way of how is that it is through the obedience of Jesus and the sprinkling of his blood nikupitia how atukutie Yesu nao Yesu kuokoa ama kuosha na damu yake these people that are chosen have yielded to the lordship of Jesus and Jesus has has washed them or has cleansed them by his blood they have obeyed the lord jesus they have yielded to his lordship and christ has cleansed them and because of this friends they have become the elect of god kwa sababu ya kazi ya Mungu Baba, Mungu Mwana na Mungu Roho Mtakatifu, hawa wa Kristo ambao Petero anaandikia wamefanyika wateule, wamefanyika watakatifu wa Mungu. Watu wa Mungu. These truths here are not only for the Christian in the first century, but they are for us. We can rejoice that we have been chosen by God that we have been given this new identity that we are who the elect of who God sisi ni wateule we have been made saints that version would say we have been set apart when way before the creation of the earth why because God for new according to the foreknowledge because God for new he has set us apart we are the saints of God we are the elect note friends that this receiving of the true grace of God is the work of the triune God ni kazi ya Mungu Baba na Mungu Mwana na Mungu Roho takatifu friends godhead came together to save me the whole deity god the father umungu wote mungu baba mungu mwana na mungu roho mtakatifu walikuja pamoja ili watufanye watakatifu ili watufanye wateule kuna kazi yako hapo kuna kazi yako? 
Kuna kazi ya done. Is there after the whole speech Patrick now comes and do something? Is there? No friends. Salvation is purely the work of the triune God minus you and I. It was accomplished. See friends, way before we were. Wakovu wetu utayarishwa na kumalizika kabla tuwe. Pas known, ordained. Christ died for us. The Spirit set us apart way before we were. This is the true grace of God. This is Christianity 101. This is the true grace of God. What? That you have been foreknown. You are set apart. You are washed. By God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Let's move on. Second thing is the future glory of the true grace of God. Utukufu ujao wanaema ya kweri. Wanaema ya mungu ya kweri. Verses 3 to 5. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Peter writes. Why? According to his great mercy, what has he done? He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance that is imperishable, undefined, and unfading, kept in heaven for you who, by God's power, have been guarded through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Friends, what has God done? Here, Peter is telling us what has God done. That according to his great mercy, God has caused us, we, the recipient of this letter in the first century, and even Peter himself, Mungu amefanya, God has caused us to be born again. To what? To two things. Kuzariwa mara ya pili. Kwa nini? Ama wapi? To a living hope. Kwa tumaini lisiroishi. Lisiroisha. To a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ and two, to inheritance that is unperishable, undefined, and unfading. Two, nini? Inheritance that is imperishable, undefined, and unfading. Let me confirm Swahili for inheritance. Uriri, usio, isha, usio, aribika, usio, kuwa. God, through his great mercy, has caused us to be regenerated, to be born again. Amefanya tukazariwa mala yapiri. He has caused us to be made new. Amefanya tukafanyika wapia. He has caused us to be recreated. Tukaumwa mala yapiri. To what? 
tuwa living hope kwa tumaini la kudumu. Friends, God has caused us to be born again to a hope that is sure, that is certain, that we can stand on. And he has done this through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Did you see that? Did you? Ah, yeah, yeah, notes on the text? Yes. Do you see how significant it is that Christ rose again? Because because he rose again from the dead, that we have this great hope. Because because he conquered death, that we are sure of this great hope that Christ, that God has caused us to be born again. But two, God, according to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to an inheritance that is imperishable. What has God done? He has caused us to be born again to inherit us. That is perishable? Hmm? That is defied? That is fading? No. He has caused us to be born again. Amesababisha tukazariwa kwa hii urizi usio potea, usio isha, usio pata uchafu ambao ni wakudumu. Friends, never perishing inheritance we have never getting defied or unclean never fading we do have friends we that god has chosen a sure hope an imperishable inheritance it is pure it is sure it is everlasting Misafi, niatika, itaishi, daima, na mirele. Friends, and what is the expected response? Blessed be the God. It is praise be to God. You see how Peter opens that verse? That's what you're talking. Blessed. Some people attack the song. <laughs> It is really a joyful time. Blessed be to God, the Father, and the Lord, and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's amazing, friend, that you and I have this great, amazing hope. You and I have this great, amazing inheritance. Tukonahi tumai ni kubwa ku tukonahi urizi manahu urizi usioisha. If you think the amazing things is ca- they are coming to an end, Peter continues. Look at me how that verse ends, verse 5. Where is that inheritance kept? It's kept. Where? What do I mean? Where? In heaven. For who? For you who by God's power are being guarded through faith for the salvation lady to be revealed in the last time. Did you see the certainty of your inheritance? 
angalia vile urithi wako ni hakika umewekwa binguni it's not like a title deed that you can put in a safe in a bank somewhere that bank can be burned down no you are inheritance friends where is it where is it it is in heaven but also you have been kept not only is your inheritance being kept you are being guarded by what by god by god's power you who are being guarded by god's power for salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time friend we are being held fast for the salvation to come how amazing is that that Christ is holding us fast god is guarding us with his power for the salvation to come we need the words of these songs that you have just sung Mine are tears in times of sorrow, darkness yet not understood. Through the valley I must travel, where I see no other good. But mine is peace that flows from heaven and, and strength in times of need. Mine are days here a stranger, pilgrim on another world. One with Christ I will encounter harm and hatred for his name. But mine is armor for his battle, strong enough to last the war and he has said he deliver me safely to the golden shore friends this is our hope this is the good news that you are being guarded and we shall receive the salvation to come praise be to god ah many men bona what can be amazing more than this that we have a hope an inheritance that is kept in heaven but also you are kept certainty friends it cannot be lost can it i can't get better than this your salvation friend is sure certain a hundred percent you have a hope an inheritance and you can't be lost it is being kept you are being kept praise be to god friends we shall be saved to see no more we shall be saved to dwell with our savior forever and ever to talk olewa kuishi na yesu na wakovu wetu hautapotea what a joy Oh, blessed, Peter says, be the name of God the Father for this amazing, amazing news. Sorry. I got repeated that phrase. Truly, it is worthy to be praised. 
that he has done this for us. At that point is the present experience of the true grace of God. Hari ya sasa ya waliopokea hii neema ya kweli ya Mungu. This elect in exile that are chosen by God, set apart by the Holy Spirit and are cleansed by Jesus blood, this elect that have great hope and have this amazing inheritance have a unique experience today. How at ule ambao wametayarishwa ama Mungu aiwatayarisha ambao Roho Mtakatifu aliweka kando ambao Yesu aliwaosha na damu hao wateule ambao wana hii tumaini kuu na hii ama na huu ulivi mkuu sioisha hali yao sasa hivi ni tofauti let me read these two verses what are they three verses verses 6 to 9 in this you rejoice Don't now for it If necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor and the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory obtaining the outcome of your faith the salvation of your soul two experiences for these christians mambo mawili ambao hawa kristo ambao wameokolewa wanatumaini kuu na ulithi kuu mambo mawili ambao wanapitia moja great joy na ya pili necessary momentary suffering necessary momentary suffering ama kuhuzunishwa kwa majaribu kwa wakati tu kuhuzunishwa kwa majaribu kwa wakati tu one joy friends in this you rejoice Donao for it joy. See, because of this great hope you have, what do you do? You rejoice. Because you're the elect of God, what do you do? You rejoice. Kwa sababu wewe ni mteule wa Mungu, furahi. Kwa sababu unatumaini kuu, furahia. Kwa sababu umeahidiwa urithi na Bwana ameulinda na wewe pia anakulinda. What do you do? Joyce. Furahia. Why rejoice? There's nothing greater. There's nothing beautiful. There's nothing more glorious than that which we have in Christ Jesus. Is there? No. There's nothing that can be compared with us being chosen with us being sanctified with us being cursed with us being given 
this assurance that is certain of a hope and inheritance, there's nothing greater than that. Kama Nothing. What do you do? Rejoice. Friends, don't look like you're rejoicing. Rejoice. Rejoice. That's what happened to you. Friends, However, for Israel, because second thing is coming here, necessary momentary suffering. Friends, though we rejoice, as we are here on earth, friends, don't get it wrong. Our experience is not us those who walk with crown on their head. It is not a 21-gun short salute as we walk here on earth. It wasn't for the guys in the first century. Though they are being totally joy, you see what is happening? Nero is burning them. Though Peter is telling them to rejoice, what is happening? They are being ridiculed, ridiculed, slandered, mocked. Though Friends, we are called to rejoice. Our experience is not as of prince and presence of this earth. I have a great interest with, uh, in, in English monarchy. I follow the events of the House of Windsor very closely. And I have infected that disease to my wife. We, 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 love, we love monarchy. Currently, as a queen is aging, Queen Elizabeth, I can't stop to think how the sun, the prince of Wales, this child is being prepared. Of course, it is evident that the queen will not live forever. She's really aging. And the sun, the prince of Wales, is really being groomed to be the next king. You see, this guy, though old as he is, is very privileged. He's popular. He's protected, has his own island, and he goes to rest. It is amazing life. You know, all his dark, as they say, are in a low. Well, very well prepared. He comes to Kenya, everything stands still. He coughs, everyone turns. He's a king next. You see? However, that is not our experience here. Though we are here of a great kingdom, our experience here in earth is not as that. What's our experience? What's our experience? That verse, verse 6. We are being grieved by? By? Various sounds. Friends, our experience is a journey marked with suffering. It's a journey marked with grieving from various trials. We will suffer. That is given. Paul says, if anyone wants to follow Jesus, he must prepare to suffer. We will be grieved, 
by various suffering and various trials. But pause there because our suffering is necessary. It is necessary to do what? To prove the genuineness of our faith. You see, these Christians were suffering various trials so that their faith can be proven to be genuine, just as like God is proven to be genuine by fire, though it perishes. Friends, suffering is necessary. To do what? To prove the genuineness of our faith. If you're avoiding suffering, you don't know what to improve the genuineness of your faith. A friend of mine, a colleague of mine, he has already suffered COVID uh, since I think February. The other day we were talking and he told me these words. It is in the face of suffering, pain and hardship that the glittering, glorious and certain hope of eternity that often is distant from our mind become clearer, nearer and sure, producing, use this word here, the inexpressible joy in the heart of those who are receiving the end result of their faith, the salvation of their soul. See friends, we suffer so that our eyes will be opened to that glorious inheritance. Why? Because if you don't suffer here, we never long to heaven. We never sing and cry, Maranatha, Lord, come Lord Jesus. But now we suffer so that apart from it being proven genuine, we can long for that hope that is certain, for that inheritance that is amazing. It is through hardship and pain, friends, that our dozing hearts are awakened to the reality that this world is not our home. It is through suffering and hardship that our hearts are told, have seen you, man. Friends, suffering is necessary for these two things to prove that our faith is genuine. When? When we come out praising Christ, when we come out praising our Savior. It is genuine when we become like this Christian in first century. How are they? Though they had not known Jesus, they loved him. Though they had not known him, they, they had not seen him, they believed in him. This suffering proved that these guys were genuine. They loved Jesus, though they had not seen him. They believed in him, though they had not known or rather seen him. A big call for us, friends big prayer and desire that we be like these guys. As we suffer, we will continue loving our Savior. And as we 
pass through various trials, we continue believing our Savior. Friends, this suffering is only for a moment. Why? Because salvation is coming. Christ is coming. Christ will be revealed. You see, it is for moment, momentarily, it is necessary. Niko wakati na yafa tuendele Now, this book is about suffering. If you don't love the topic of suffering, I'm sorry. We are going to talk about suffering from here, from now to September. But as we shall see later, we have a model. We have Christ as a model for suffering. We have the one who suffered and he conquered. Friends, Though we will suffer, and though we might suffer to a point of death, this is the good news. We do have an inheritance that is an imperishable, that is undefined, that is unfading. That is our hope, friend, that is certain, that is sure, and that is not fading. Not like the hope the next season, Arsenal will win the game. Not a wishful thinking. No, it's sure certain. Why? It's being kept in heaven for us. And why? We are being kept by God. Shall we pray? don't you take a moment for yourself and respond in prayers, in praise and in joy in your heart to those amazing words. Why don't you tell God thank you that he has chosen you, that he has washed and cleansed you through Jesus' blood, that he has sanctified you in his spirit, that you have a hope and inheritance that is sure. Why don't you pray that as you, you might suffer for your sake? That your suffering will prove you to be a genuine Christian. That you will come out rejoicing. That you will come out praising God, loving Jesus, and believing in Him. In so many ways, Lord, we are short of your grace and of your glory. We are those who are sinful. We are those who don't see the glories of the gospel as they are. We are those who love the things of this earth more as we don't love you. We don't love the gospel. And yet the gospel and what you have done for us is so glorious, it's so beautiful. Lord, forgive us when we 
look elsewhere. Forgive us when our minds are consumed by other things and other desires. My Lord, we have this amazing hope, this amazing inheritance that is sure and certain, that is glorious in our eyes. Forgive our stupidity. Forgive our ignorance, O oh Lord. And call our hearts to see the glorious gospel. Cause our heart to see that amazing thing that you have done for us, that you have set us apart away from those that are lost. That you have chosen us to be yours. You are sanctifying us by your spirit. Lord, call us away from the things of this earth. Responding appropriately to what you have done. Thank you, Lord, for your word. We pray that you will bear fruit in our hearts. In your name, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen.